Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, really thrilled to have LP with us here in the studios. Along with her today is Tim Fagan, who's playing the uh, 12-string guitar, and LP's going to play some ukulele, it looks like, a Martin ukulele. I have to say, LP, I've never seen one of those before. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, these are, um, I'm actually an ambassador for Mar Martin ukuleles, and um, they are, I think they're one of the early um, American companies that got on the ukulele train i think because you'll find like if you go into an old or a guitar store you'll see a lot of old ones from like the 20s 30s 40s 50s and they they stopped making them for i think like 25 years oh, wow. but then they they started again well as ambassador what are your duties um well um <laughs> promote the ukulele, promote the ukulele. <laughs> i'm the first like the ambassador program i don't know how many years old it is but it's like, like a few a couple to a few but um it's uh I'm their first youth one and their first female or whatever. But first just, female ever for the as an ambassador for Martin yeah, Guitars and yeah. Wow. But and it's uh I got to design the ukulele with them and um and I just you know, it's like you just promote it all the time and, and um yeah. and be the face of it and they're doing a new campaign called Save the Elephants, which is really cool because Martin hasn't for many, many years used any ivory in any of their Ukule uh, any of their guitars or ukuleles. That's good to know. So, yeah, yeah. Like Did you enjoy the designing process of that? It was cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I wasn't there at the thing, but I just like you know, I the size, the color, the the shape of the neck, the tuning pegs, and they put like a lightning bolt in there for me, and and I wanted to keep it very simple. I don't really, I'm not, um, I don't like use koa or anything like that. I'm just like kind of more. It looks more like an old guitar <laughs> kind of vibe. Why a lightning bolt? Uh, I have a lightning bolt on my tattooed on my arm and uh, TCB in a flash, okay. the old Elvis symbol. <laughs> That's cool. Well, we have LP with us here on WFPK. Her new release is called Forever For Now on Warner Brothers Records. You worked with a lot of great songwriters on this album, I noticed. Mm -hmm. um, but you're a great songwriter in, in your own right, for <laughs> sure. Uh, I like the collaboration process, you know. Yeah, I'm I was like wondering about that. that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I was... Um, lucky enough to be introduced to it, like, um, like 2006, I was signed to my first major label deal. I had some indie stuff before then, but, uh, I got introduced to that collaborative process then because that's a common occurrence. You get signed to a major and they put you with big songwriters too, um, to write your record, you know, cause they're proven songwriters. So then I wrote a ton of songs for, um, these records, like over those three years, I wrote like it was two different labels, uh, Island Def Jam and Universal, and I wrote like maybe like 130 something songs in those years, and so it just gave me like I knew I could write the songs, uh, I knew I could write uh, a high volume of songs, and I and I got a lot of relationships with all those people. So then when I got a publishing deal, which is like a, a you know a writer deal, um, I kept writing with all these different people, and and so it just became like a part of like the songwriting process for me. You know, like I would grab like little nuggets of like stuff, like you know uh, chords or ideas, words, melodies, and then bring them to a session, and then we you know finish it up together. And I enjoy that. You know, Tim actually does it too. We both yeah. do. And um, it's, you know, and we were just in Nashville and that town is built on that, you know, it's like, uh, Definitely. yeah, and it's, I, I, even when I write a song alone, I still feel like I have to, I have to run it by someone just because I, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if I want to say I don't trust myself, but it's just hard to write in a vacuum for me sometimes. Well, when they pair you with another songwriter, are they thinking about the possible chemistry of that or do, is it just yeah. like, yeah. They try to or they yeah. don't at all. They just, it, really, you can't. 
I noticed that you cannot really count on chemistry ever because sometimes you think that, you know, you're not going to have chemistry with someone and then you totally do. Mm. It's it's interesting. I mean, I, I think I suspect it's it's a little like even, you know, actual relationships. You know, you're just like, oh, <laughs> I never pictured myself with this kind of person. And then there you are. <laughs> right. One of the songwriters on your new album, uh, for, uh, Forever For Now, is... Um, what, uh, the keyboardist for Florence and the Machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is a summer. Is a yeah. summer. Yeah, summers. I think. Are you guys friends? Oh uh, yeah, we're like best friends, and uh, she was a best friend of uh, my partner, and and uh, we met through that, and we didn't push it. We weren't, you know, it's like one of those things. Like I didn't want to seem like, you know, hey, you know, and we just became friends. And she's a she's amazing. She's a little wizard in the studio. She's just very enthusiastic and makes you feel like you can pretty much do anything. And we just like. Those kind of people to me are just, oops, sorry. Those kind of people are just very fun to be in the studio with because it's like, it could be pretty, it's a very intimate setting for people who don't know each other. And sometimes it's nice when you're friends. And sometimes it's bad when you're friends because you go in there and you're just like, Meh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, why are we friends at all? <laughs> well, I definitely want to talk more about this this new record. Uh, how about we have a song right now? Sure. Tell us which one you're going to do right now. Awesome. What's the name of this song you're going to do? Uh, Night Like This. This is our single from the record. All right. LP live on WFBK.
Night Like This from LP Live on WFPK Radio Louisville. That song is the uh, single off Forever For Now, her brand new album. And um, I'm going to be singing that all day, I have a feeling. I really like that stripped down version of it. I mean, I, I like the one on the album, too. It, it's much more produced on the record. Yeah. But that's, I really like that, too. Have you ever thought about doing like a, maybe acoustic companion or I don't know, maybe. Version or I mean, yeah. th- like, you know, some people like, I think are like, you know, um, like this record is way more produced than the the live EP. And, you know, and I find, I don't know, I really like how this record is and I like the pop element to it and I, and I and I like seeing the songs as in their full glory, you know. I mean, yeah, I could do a stripped down record. I could I do stripped down records all the time, you know. I mean, and I I uh I think that, you know, it's a it's one of those things where people are like when they hear a full-on version, they're like, "Oh, I, I love that," but in your voice, you can't—I can't hear it. <laughs> and then when you do a stripped-down version, like, "Oh, I love that," but when you rock out, I mean, I really like it. <laughs> it's like you know, it's always one or the other. So can't I think I'll always everybody. do both kinds of things, you know. And I like—I mm. like being able to do this kind of thing, you know. I think if it's a good song, it sounds good stripped-down too, which is always nice. That's know? right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you've written a lot of songs by that other people have recorded. I just want to name a few of those for some of our audience members that may not be familiar with you, but um, you've had songs recorded by Backstreet Boys, Rihanna, with a cheers drink to that song, Christine Aguilera, Joe Walsh recently. That that one <laughs> yeah. kind of surprised me. How, yeah. how did that come about? That was a song, you know, that's like what's so interesting about songwriting is like the power of a, a song where I had written that um four years before, maybe three years before, uh, it was something I wrote for myself, and I wrote it with um, uh, Tim Armstrong from Rancid. That's mm. even crazier part of it. Wow. <laughs> you know, like, that's the funny part. Like, we wrote that song for me, and then he wound up working with Joe Walsh, and he played it for Joe Walsh, and, and Joe loved it. And, in fact, Joe plays on one of the songs that didn't make my record. He plays on this song called Road to Ruin, mm. and, um, and it was pretty... He had called me... Um, because he didn't know, he knew I wrote the song, but he didn't know that, um, he didn't know that I was the Into the Wild singer. He, I guess he really liked that song, and then he found out that I was also, and then, like, he asked somebody, that his assistant knew my friend, or something like that, and um, then he called me one time, and I had this really funny message from Joe Walsh on my answer machine. Like, I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, strange. that would be kind of surreal. Um, because you've written so many songs that others have recorded, when you when you write a song, are you always thinking about how this might sound for somebody else or for yourself? Um, well, recently it's been interesting because I, I kind of found my niche, you know, like, and I felt like I've kind of know the songs for me as opposed to other people. There's some, you know, there's some that I still, like, are on the border that I could see maybe work. Like, you know, um, Night Like This, I I almost didn't use that song. They um, Shakira bought it. to use um it was before she she i kind of i think she purchased or they they found a bunch of songs that were like this certain kind of song and then she was going to do a record like that and then she i think swerved at the last minute and did the what she's doing now like that that uh, other stuff the more dancey stuff but um yeah she was they really wanted it i remember they were really upset when we took it back but um because it was just like a a whoopsie kind of situation like um my management thought that i didn't want it because i had said i didn't i I was like "Eh, i don't have a bridge for it yet and but i didn't i i just was thinking i had to finish it not that i didn't want it and it was like somebody else like kind of like pitched it and then it got picked up and then and then they played it for rob cavallo the producer of my record and he was like nah i think you have to do this so um 
that you know in that case it was like i was cool with shakira doing the song honestly i didn't mind you know i thought it'd be kind of cool yeah but um but i'm glad i kept it for sure rob cavallo you mentioned he's the um label chief at warner brothers yeah but also produced your record of course he's produced with tons of people green Uh day and many many others um how how was that experience working with? Oh, him? it was amazing. I mean, it's like you know that, that's another element. You know, you work with um, the chairman of a major label, and um, and you know your your record's gonna be possibly a little more pop, I think, because they're gonna encourage you to like you know sell records and and do that aspect of yourself. You know, like and and um and you know since I'm a a songwriter anyway, I was just like, yeah, let's go for it. You know, and um and there's always been a pop element to what I do, but um. I think, uh, like, things kind of, like, uh, there was a landscape to this record that happened. Like, certain songs got introduced at certain times and, like, opened up some rooms in the house of this record. So it was an interesting process. And and Rob's, like, you know, he's one of the kind of guys, like, he's really very knowledgeable about, like, the actual engineering as of a record as well like you know he knows how to place mics and do all that stuff he was a little after the curve of pro tools he knows all that stuff but he's like he's old school and new school so it's nice mm-hmm. where are you from originally uh, new york new york yeah. and when did your passion for music begin um it was you know it was a growing process i didn't really think that i was gonna go for music as a as a profession you know it wasn't really something that was in the like on the menu as far as like my family upbringing you know people were lawyers and doctors and that's what you strived for basically to like to be more of a um a uh, school person you know and uh I just I don't know my mom passed away at a young age and I I kind of had an early um sense of what it means to like live your life to the fullest you know and I felt like music was the path that would give me the most enjoyment and uh, I, I kind of struggled in the beginning a lot because it was, I didn't know where to go. I had no, like, had no examples and no places, as, as a lot of people do, you know. And so there was, like, many, like, different, you know, kind of like, oh, that, nope, that. <laughs> and uh, But it was a learning process, and I really, you know, now I, I feel like it's served me well. Did you go, did you try to, like, make it in New York City, or did you go out to L.A.? Oh, well, no, I was, you know, I was doing stuff in New York City, and I got, you know, I got to a certain point. You know, I had some indie deals, and then um, out of New York City, I got my um, my first major label deal, and that's what took me to L.A., because, like I said, they, they set you up with writers, and for some reason, all these writers were in L.A. It just seemed like that was a place where writers go. Like, I think in the mid-2000s, it was just like, I don't know if there was a move from that, but it... it I think it definitely coincided kind of with that. And, like, since then, it's been just getting more and more of a of a writer town, you know, because you could have a bigger studio out there. In New York, you know, I, I mean, I was just there this weekend, and I had to record a, a big song, and um, I went to this really expensive studio, like, on Broadway and, like, Bond or something like that, Germano Studios, and it's like, I don't even know that many studios there that are really, like, major like that, but mm-hmm. I've been to tons of them in LA you know it's just like a it's just a different world I when I when I was just doing songwriting I was making the move from New York to LA and I found myself in New York I've had about three sessions a week and in LA I had a, one every day two a day if I wanted so that's that's the difference how did you get found in New York who was it or what um, happened? I was um you know I was touring and stuff and um I had a guy that um had been trying to 
signed me for a long time and he was a dance guy and um he just said he told me like and I was kind of trying to stay away from him because I was like kind of scared of him I'm like eh, this guy's trying to make me do something that's weird you know and then I was like and he said you know I could get you signed in like eight months and um and I said okay uh, you know and he did it in seven so wow so and it, it was just like you know and it showed me it's a lot of connections you know what I mean it's not you know not always and not for everybody but for me it was a series of connections and and um and he hooked me up with some big songwriters and then you know I got this deal and then they, they didn't work out and then I went back to songwriting um and I thought I was going to be a songwriter and then people were pressing me to, to kind of be an artist again like you should really try it or whatever and I was like eh, okay you know <laughs> but I I was kind of reluctant to because I'd been through like some stuff and I was just like songwriting's great yeah. <laughs> artist stuff is scary <laughs> but um it happened so organically and Warner Brothers has been so amazing so it's been really good we're talking with LP forever for now is the name of her brand new album and we've got time for one more song so right. we'd love to hear another all right this song this song is called Tokyo Sunrise
Another great song from LP Live on WFPK Radio Louisville. That's called Tokyo Sunrise. Appears on the new album Forever For Now. And uh, Tim Fagan playing guitar along with uh, LP. Thank you all so much for being here today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Laura. Great to have you. Back to you, Kyle.